I have got some hot tips today for your weather plan when it comes to your wedding. Yep, that old chestnut that we all talk about. What will the weather be? Will the weather be any good on my wedding day? Well, today I'm going to give you some tips around what to do if the weather ain't going your way. And they're really good, easy, actionable tips. So strap in, let's get going. Well, hello, hello. I am Kristen Werner, the host of the Secret Brides Club podcast, where each and every week I like to throw wedding wisdom around like confetti. And here's the thing. I'm a creative soul, a colour lover, a style enthusiast, and a corporate dropout with over 20 years experience in branding, graphic design, marketing, and events. I'm a mum of two to two gorgeous little rugrats, and we bought a wedding venue. Well, no, we bought a vineyard that we do bespoke weddings on, where we build it from the ground up. I'm a wedding planner and coordinator, and I am here to spill the juicy bits about doing it yourself. I mean planning the logistics of your wedding day, whilst also cheering you on as a woman who can get stuff done. I want you to feel truly in control about your ability to make it happen. So welcome to the podcast where I throw wedding wisdom around like confetti. I drop some swear bombs here and there. But it's because I'm passionate. I'm passionate about sharing what I know with you so that you can feel comfortable and confident in making it happen for yourself. I'm a dyslexic and my entire life I have struggled with the fact that things seem harder than they should. So I'm here to break down this barrier between you and planning your wedding day. It doesn't need to be hard, I promise. I have a system and a plan that I really want to share with you. So let's get to it. Well, hello, hello, gorgeous soul, and welcome to the podcast where this week on the Secret Brides podcast, I want to chat to you about a seriously hot topic, or it could be a cold topic, or it could be windy, or it could be snowing, but the topic today is about the weather. You know that thing that about mm, two weeks leading up to your wedding day when you can't even see what the weather forecast is going to be on your day, everybody wants to talk to you about the weather. About that time it rained at my wedding or it was so hot or I went to somebody's wedding and it was that hot that I was sweating down the back of my knees. You know, that conversation that, you know, quite frankly, you don't really want to fucking hear, um, but you've got to chat about it because the weather's a hot topic. Now, the reason that I want to talk about it here with you on the podcast is because I want to just help you feel a little bit more comfortable with the fact that it is going to happen. It's really freaking annoying. But here are some ways that you can cope with the conversations that you can ensure for your own peace of mind that you've done everything you can to make sure that you and your guests are comfortable. And at the end of the day, I want you to hear me when I tell you something. So just stop. Take a minute. Stop. Listen to me. Take me in. You can't change the weather. So in my life, when you can't change something... I always look at, well, what can we do to make it easier, better, to ensure that no matter what, you feel comfortable and confident that you've done all you can. So here's the thing. At the end of the day, weather is a good topic because everybody's in it. People know about it. They can talk about it. It's that easy conversation that if you don't know somebody, you can start a conversation about, geez, it's a beautiful day today or, oh, isn't this cold weather really giving you the shits, you know, people can have a really good conversation, can start the ball rolling, can crack the ice of a conversation with talking about the weather. So first of all, you kind of need to just know that that's okay. Look, that's going to happen. It is what it is. 
What are we going to do about it? And look, at the end of the day, here's one thing that I do know for free. It's going to be a topic of conversation. And you are going to have people that literally on the day, like all bullshit aside, on the day, you're going to have somebody, Arnie Flo's best cousins, friends, someone that's coming to your wedding that will ring you or send you a message and say, oh my God, it's so hot today. What are you going to do? Like literally, they will. Or, oh, it looks like it's going to rain today. What are you going to do? Well, first of all, what you're going to do is stop, take a really, really deep breath in, get nice and calm, and either don't reply or just reply and say, we're going to get married and it's going to be wonderful, right? Because at the end of the day, that's what it's going to be. You are going to get married no matter what, whatever the weather, it's going to happen. So if we can understand it is a hot topic of conversation and it can zap a lot of your energy, and it consume a lot of your time, my few little quick suggestions would be do not hover over that weather checking button every day you wake up because it will send you insane. What I want you to do and what I would love you and encourage you and cheer you on to do is ensure that you have your plan B. Because in my world, I've kind of always worked on the fact that if you have a plan B, plan A is always going to work. The day you don't have a plan B is the day that plan B is like, hey, I'm here. You got to use me because things are going bad. So I really would love to encourage you to have that plan B in place. What does plan B look like? Well, it doesn't look like a full new relocation of your wedding and everything has to change, but it really does have to be something that you can implement quickly or you can talk to your venue about for kind of that long-term, hey, look, if this happens, this is what we'd like to do. So that's where I want to start is first of all, just starting with when you book your venue and say you've booked your venue and you're hearing this podcast and hello, I love you. You're welcome. I'm just so excited you're here, but you're like listening. You're like, oh, shit, Kristen, I'm like two weeks away. We don't have a plan B. That's okay. You've got time. Hey, if you're a week away, if you're a few days away, it's okay. You've got time to think about your plan B. The first thing I would say is call your venue and just say, hey, look, we haven't discussed this. You might already have something in place, but what's the plan B if the weather looks like this? Okay. If you are just walking into searching for your venue or you're halfway through planning your wedding, this is a great conversation to have with your venue. And that is, it can literally just be, look, I've been thinking about it and what kind of plan B do you have if it's hot, if it's wet, if it's rainy, if it's windy? Um, What does that look like for you as a venue? So that might be that as a venue, they have extra shelter. They may have somewhere that they say, look, if your guests arrive and it's really hot or it's really wet, we can allow them to come to this section, wait here in the shade, wait out of the weather, and then we can take them into the ceremony area. Or it may be that, look, we actually don't have a new a different ceremony area so what we do in this instance is move you into the main room or move you into the marquee or have to do it under this shelter which isn't the first choice but it's not the worst choice okay so having that up your sleeve is a really nice way for you to feel comfortable and confident the other part is simple things like umbrellas for hot or cold like have 10 waiting in the wings um maybe Put it, if you've got like a an email, not an email, but if you've got um, an RSVP system that you can shoot messages out to people or you've got, you know, 10 really close friends and family that you can send a message and say, hey, look, could you just bring all the umbrellas that you have at your house? It could be this kind of weather. 
so that we can just have them for guests that maybe don't bring one or don't think about it because people don't think about it. Like, I don't want to sound like people are stupid here, but when it comes to wedding, people kind of lose that part of their brain that is quite logical where they rock up to your wedding on a really hot day or really wet day and like, oh, I thought you'd have a solution for me. So (laughs) think for those people, uh, just plan ahead with those little few little ideas in terms of reaching out to the people in your family and say, hey, look, everyone, can you just bring five umbrellas from home and make sure you name them and we'll get them back to you after the wedding. It's a pretty easy kind of get through for that. Sometimes even talking to your venue a little bit earlier, say you've hired a marquee or they've hired a marquee, just talking to them about saying, look, it's going to be wet. The solution we had about getting married on the beautiful lush lawn with no protection isn't going to work. I'm really nervous. Could we put it into the marquee? Is there some way that we can create a ceremony in there? I know it's going to be that we have to transform what that looks like, but we'd rather that than have people out in the hot or the cold or whatever that looks like. And the other part is where your wedding is, you you might have different locations, like different areas at the venue, whether it's in a barn, um, out in a field or in an actual venue with shelter and everything. And there might be a few different locations that you could say, hey, look, I know we love to get married on the lush green grass, but could we go into this room, this shed, this shelter? Can we put a shelter somewhere? So that's kind of the plan B. Talk to your venue. They're going to know. Like They're going to be able to say, this is what we've done in the past. This has worked really well. And hey, be ready for them to say, no, no, we're just a potentially a, a do-it-yourself venue. All we offer you is our land. You sort that out. So this is where I want this podcast to help you think about the ideas that you could potentially sort out. And it might be that when you are booking and hiring things like a marquee or shelters and stuff that you look to put on hold a a smaller sized marquee. And if you talk to your hire companies, some are really, really helpful. And you could say, hey, look, could we put a deposit on a smaller marquee or shelter? That means when we you know, when we get closer to the wedding a week out, we could say, look, the weather looks perfect. We're going to cancel that. You might lose a small deposit. You may not be able to do it. But these are questions. Ask them. Again, if you've listened to this podcast, you will know that my mum has always said, ask the question. Because at the end of the day, you could get a no. What's so bad about that? So these are just questions I want to give to you if you hadn't thought about them. Just ask your venue. Ask your suppliers. Hey, what would you do? What have you done in the past? What have you seen that works or doesn't work? And look, DM me. I'll throw some ideas your way if nothing here has hit the nail on the head. So the other part to think about, you don't need to love plan B. Okay. Your plan A, you need to love that. You book your venue and you think, yes, that is exactly where I'm going to get married. Now, if shit gets real on the day or leading up to the day and you have to change to plan B, you don't need to love plan B. And I know that sucks so much. And part of you was like, nah, Kristen, I don't want to hear about that. But (laughs) I want you to know that you don't have to love plan B. You just need a plan B because like I said, plan A is always going to work out, right? You just need to be okay with the fact that, look, if it really gets bad, that's what we're going to do. And here, I'm going to put this one out to you too, because this is what I put out to my couples at Word of Vineyards when they come. I usually say to the partner that is not, um, you know, not there that, stop. I usually say to the partner who is going to arrive first and wait for you down the aisle that they get to choose what happens in that moment in terms of the plan B. So I usually say to them, look, I know you're going to be there at 3 o'clock, the wedding's at 3.30, the ceremony's at 3.30, 
But at about 2, 2.30 or at the start of that day, usually the Saturday morning, if it's a Saturday, I will contact them and say, look, this is what the weather looks like it's doing. How do you feel about it? Do you want to go to plan B or do you want to continue where we are continuing? And we'll create a shelter for all your guests to gather in at the very start before the ceremony so that they're either in the shade, out of the rain, whatever it may be. And then when it comes to ceremony time, we'll get you out and we'll just see what the weather's doing and try to make it happen there. So we do that plan early on. And that's what I'm really encouraging you to do because it means there's no shock. Like that partner knows that Kristen's going to call me that morning, depending on the weather, and we're going to have a chat about it and I'm going to decide. So then you as a couple know that that part's off you if you're getting ready doing what you need to do and that part is on them. So that's just a total side note, but something to think about. So let's talk through the weather conditions and what you can do as your plan B, or even not a plan B, just as a precaution in terms of what the weather could do. So I'm talking in terms of if it's hot, if it's wet, if it's windy, um, if it's snowing. I mean, I don't really know what to do if it's snowing because I live in Australia, in Southern Australia, where it does not snow and it's usually either hot, cold or windy. But I've thrown that one in there anyway to see if I can help in some kind of way, which I'm totally not going to, but (laughs) I like to do as a random side note. So let's go with hot. Okay, so it's going to be stinking hot at your wedding and don't ever try and pick your wedding date according to what the weather's going to be because I can guarantee you it won't be. What we've seen the last couple of years are wedding dates and wedding days that have been polar opposite of what time of year they usually are sometimes. So, I mean, there's general midsummer and there's general winter. I I totally respect that. But certainly in those summer months and those spring months, you don't really know what you're going to get. But I'm going with hot weather. So... The key with hot weather is water on arrival at the ceremony, which means uh, for us, we get ice buckets and we put little bottles of water into them so that your guests can grab those whenever they need and that they are easily accessible and or our staff walk around and pass them around. So for you, if you are going to a venue that doesn't provide the water or things like that, is to bring and buy some bottles of small water, put them in buckets of ice and have them at your ceremony so they are easy to get for anybody that needs them. Now, here is the other hot tip that I'm going to throw you away (laughs) because again, at our venue... We offer couples to have pre-ceremony drinks. Now, you are able to bring your own drinks, so that's totally up to the couple if they want to do it or not. Now, I quite like it as an idea when when guests arrive to have a drink and a little bit of a chat and a relax and enjoy that moment before we move them into the ceremony area. But here's the thing. If it is stinking hot, and this is a lesson we learned, but also a lesson that we, um, we were on the forefoot of, but it's up to you as a couple at the end of the day. On a stinking hot day, pre-drinks is not always a great idea. Filling people with alcohol when it is stinking hot and look, they've probably, they possibly travelled, maybe they've been on a bus, everybody's hyped up, they haven't had lunch because they've been at the hairdresser and getting dressed and things like that. Sometimes hitting people with a champagne at three o'clock after they haven't had lunch on a stinking hot day ain't such a great idea. And I want to just put that into a story context for you. We had a wedding at our venue um, early January, late January, sorry. And it was 45 degrees. It was hot as fuck. (laughs) Let me tell you, as staff, we were sweating that morning. We're running around, getting everything ready. And I said to myself, and we had a little discussion as a team, and I thought they want pre-drinks, but I'm just not really feeling comfortable about it. This is, this is too hot to be serving people 
champagne at that time. Maybe we just need to do more water. And I thought, look, maybe we just won't do champagne and and we'll just do water and, and we'll have that conversation later. And I thought, no, no, I need to make the call. So I called the groom and I told him the situation. I said, look, my gut feeling is we serve water, we get people hydrated, your pre, then your drinks can start. As soon as people come into the reception, I think that's a safer idea in this kind of weather. Now, to his credit, he said, yep, thank you so much. Really appreciate you ringing, but I know my beautiful wife-to-be, she wants to have the champagne. She wants people to have that buzz and that feeling. So I think let's just do the drinks. Now, he wasn't like, yeah, let's do it. 100%. He was like, oh, I don't really know. Um, let's. Oh. And this is why I'm telling you this story because I think it's a really important thing to consider. They obviously hadn't had that conversation. He didn't want to disappoint her if she rocked up and people hadn't had drinks. And um, he wasn't really comfortable with making the call on that, I don't think. I would have been more comfortable just not to do it and then cop that consequence later. But in that moment, um, I did make a call to call him and I'm very happy I did. And in the future, this is a conversation I can have with my couples and say, look, if it's past this temperature, we're not going to do that. Um, the champagnes and the drinks, we're just going to do water. And here is why. Because what happened is we had actually some older people have their champagne and enjoy it. And it was really hot. We took them in. They kind of, they're in the shade where, where we do the ceremony areas and they sat down. There wasn't a breath of wind. It was hot. Like I'm talking ridiculously, if you are sitting in an air conditioner, you're still sweating kind of hot. And everybody coped with it incredibly well. And everybody understood you can't change the weather, right? This is what this topic is about. So what actually happened was we had to call an ambulance because we had um, a couple of the older people they just couldn't handle the heat and they passed out. So we called the ambulance. We had some doctors at the wedding. There was a few doctors at the wedding. So it was very under control. It was nothing too overly dramatic in terms of like mid-wedding and there's ambulances everywhere. It was just towards the end when obviously they'd been hot. They'd only had champagne. They hadn't really had lunch. Now, what happened there is once they were okay and, and the ambulance had come and everything was sorted, they even said to us, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like I didn't even think, I just got here and I was so excited that this day was finally here. And this particular woman, I think she was um, in her mid seventies or late seventies. And she said, I just, I didn't really have lunch and I haven't had anything to drink today. And I just grabbed a champagne in excitement. And so there's no fault there of anybody's other than in that moment, if you know, maybe we'd not done the champagne and just had the water. She would have had the water and it was a really good learning curve for us and for even the couple. And they said to us after, like everybody was fine and everything went on really, really perfectly. But it was just that, that I suppose in that moment for us, certainly we were like, okay, next time we would be stronger on that call. And so for you, I say, just think if you are having those pre-drinks and the weather is looking really hot is maybe call your venue and say, hey, look, we know that we said champagne on arrival, but I'd really like to make sure people have water. And then maybe as soon as the ceremony is finished and people start to head into the reception and, and there's more water readily available and people are kind of past that excitement zone that you can bring on the drink. So food for thought. The other thing that I would say when we come to hot weather is extra shade. If you can provide it by hiring some umbrellas, if you can provide it by getting another tent or finding some more shelter, 
just giving that extra shade is a great idea. Fans, having homemade fans or things like that is a really nice idea so people can fan themselves. People would do it with their programs if you have programs. Extra chairs so people can sit down and kind of refresh. Sometimes even some wet towels or face washes. If you bought some white face washes and just put some water or even a little bit of ice in them, people can put it on the back of their neck just to cool them down or even on their wrists. Sometimes some ice on the wrist can, can cool people down without being like totally in your face that they're hot and over it. Um, and umbrellas are always a good one in terms of just creating a little bit more shade for people to be able to sit under it and to catch some cool. So with that, that's what I'd say for the hot weather is just be extra prepared with water, ice, the wet towels, extra shade, seating and just some fans that people can hold. Uh, sometimes putting them on people's chairs as they walk into the ceremony area is a really nice idea because they can just sit and fan themselves. So that's your hot weather. You walk into your wet weather and everyone says, says, it's good luck on your wedding day if it's wet. And look, it might be, but it might not feel good luck to you. So what could you do about it? And again, that is umbrellas. Something as simple as you just buying from eBay or somewhere, weddings online, you know, where people are buy swap selling is getting a heap, 10, 20 white clear umbrellas. Hell, if they're coloured umbrellas, who cares if it means that people have protection. And just to have them at your wedding is key because people may not bring them. Like People don't assume people are going to bring them because they probably won't. And like I said at the start, if you've got family, just send them a text message or get your mum to reach out to everybody or your dad or somebody to make the call to ring all the family and say, hey guys, can you bring five umbrellas each. Name them. We'll give them back to you after the wedding, but we just need a solution now is a really great option. But if you've got time to prep, I'd say even if you bought the umbrellas, you can sell them on your buy swap sales later if you don't use them. Um, so that's a really easy one to kind of start to do now. Space for people to sit out of the rain is a great option. So in shelters, maybe getting an extra shelter, a marquee, a space for people just to walk and sit out of the rain. If you're going to have the ceremony that somewhere that may become rainy, it just gives people that option as soon as they get there. An extra marquee might be a really good idea. It's not um, an awesome financial option, but it might be something that if you are having it at a more do-it-yourself venue where it's quite open and there doesn't look like there's really another option, I would have that one sitting in the back wings. You know, maybe uh, speak to your hire company, speak to your venue and say, hey, look, could we put one on hold? And if like a week before we know, are we able to use that, not use that? So again, just having that backup option. And then something that um, moving a location within the same site. So you may be getting married somewhere where it, there's like three or four options. You could get married on the grass, you could get married in the shelter, you could get married in the marquee, you could get married inside the venue. Just having that up your sleeve in terms of, look, we'd love to get married out in the open, but that's just not going to happen with what the weather's looking like. So can we go into the barn? Can we move into the main venue and just rearrange what that looks like? What's the options when it comes to wet weather? And certainly if you go to a venue that's got those other options, then you would have that conversation nice and early and make sure you're comfortable with whatever the backup is going to be. Then we move into if it's windy. And this one's tricky because it doesn't really ruin the day. Uh, Wind does get me itchy and scratchy. (laughs) That's me personally. Um, But wind you can't really always get around. The things that I would say when it comes to wind is only set up the things that are super important. Like if you've got some beautiful signs and you've you've got to made the paper cones with confetti in them and you've got all these beautiful little things, trinkets and wonderful things set up for your decor, flowers everywhere, and all of a sudden it's really windy, the last thing you want is mid-ceremony, 
or even pre-ceremony with stuff just flying everywhere. So if you've got an arbor, for example, and that's, you know, you've spent a lot of money on it and you love it, that's fine, but make sure it's anchored into the ground. Make sure it's not going to fall over. You may need to do some kind of construction. When I say you may need to do some kind of construction, your venue should hopefully help you install that correctly and make sure it's not going to blow away. But for example, if you had a really beautiful welcome sign and it's windy and it's going to blow away then I would say forego that in that moment and put it inside your reception area that, yes, people won't see it when they arrive, but the last thing you want is shit flying everywhere and it falling over and it looking like crap and then you can't put it into the reception area after because it's got stuff all over it, the flowers are squashed, whatever. I'm just trying to paint the picture of, yes, it would look beautiful there, but if it is going to keep falling over and mid-ceremony, you're about to say I do and crash, it's over and all the attention's away, just move it somewhere else. So there may be moments when it comes to weather that your ideal plan falls to shit. And here's the other part when I say things like that is at the end of the day, you and your partner standing up in front of the people you love saying I do, that's the most important moment. That's the perfect wedding day right there. Everything else is a beautiful addition to who you are as a couple and what what you are bringing to your lives and, and everyone else's life. So all these lovely things that you've set up, yes, you've spent time and energy and money and yes, I want you to have them there, but I also would love to just let you know that it's okay if they're not there and you move them somewhere else and you change what that looks like. And again, that is a game plan you need to have with your venue or your coordinator and say, look, on the day, if it's this, 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 let's put it all inside. Let's just have these necessary things out that I would love to have in the background of my photos and that's all I really care about, all right? And you might find that your venue are like, yeah, we know, we know you, you get to know them and that's fine, but I just think having that game plan early is really, really important. And the other one, I've got here some notes in front of me and it says snow and then I've just put underneath no fucking idea. Um, So I can't really help you if it snows and I know that's really terrible because I would love to help you. But we live, like I said at the start, in South Australia, the beautiful um, southern region of South Australia. So we, we don't have snow here, but I am assuming that if you are getting married somewhere that it snows, you know when it's going to snow. You've planned for that. You want that one wonderful winter wedding wonderland. So I'm assuming it's going to be an inside venue. For me, it would be, again, just using my brain in terms of how you just get people from out of their cars and into the venues, the safest option, the quickest option to get out of the cold and to get them safely inside and then also outside of the venue when they leave and things like that is creating a space that people can get to quickly, that they're out of the weather, that they're warm, they're looked after, and they don't have to think about how that's all going to happen is the only thing I'd say with that. And I know that's like not helpful at all, but I wanted to chuck it in there because I think at the end of the day, it's all about logical thinking with what you would do if, if you were in that situation, how you would want to get through it to be comfortable as a wedding guest. If you are going to a venue that is more a do-it-yourself kind of venue where you are basically setting things up and the venues just said, hey, here's my land, go nuts. Then your plan B is something that you're really going to need to think about. And I would love you to DM me at Secret Brides Club and we can chat a little bit more about what that looks like. And I will do a separate podcast all about the do-it-yourself venue planning and what you need to think about. But the things that I have mentioned 
they apply to you. They apply to your thinking. They apply to how you set that up. It just means that instead of your venue being there with support and saying, hey, look, we've done this. This is what we've done before. You may need to reach out to people like myself or other wedding planners or coordinators um, or even your hire companies and say, what have people done before? How could you help us in this process? Always ask is my main main key. And for me, uh, I was thinking about it and kind of having a plan B is like saving for your super. You know, you, you can't have it right there and then and you can't really see it, but it's you know it's there to catch you one day when, when you kind of fall down. So for me, it was like having a plan B for your wedding in terms of what happens if it's hot, windy, wet, rainy, having that plan B, you know it's there, you can't see it, you don't really want to see it, but you know it's going to save your ass if it all turns upside down. So that's where I say just have that plan. Think of what it could happen and think of what is important to you and what you need to provide in order for people to feel comfortable. And with this one, planning is key. Planning what your day looks like is key. Just, I probably want to leave you with this final thought that people will swamp you with oh my gosh, it's it's going to be so hot today. What are you going to do? Oh my gosh, have you thought about the ceremony? Is there going to be shade? Is there going to be air conditioner? It's really hot. I don't cope well in the hot. Um, it, when I get really hot, I get a funny rash. Like People will send you messages like this. I, I kid you not. So what I would really love to do, and this is what I want to leave you with, is I want you not to take them on board. Don't read every message and think, oh my God, what are we going to do? Oh, we haven't thought of that. Oh, but so-and-so gets... I just want you to know that you have your plan B. And as long as people like your grandparents and your parents and people that you love are comfortable, like they're not silly people. And usually the people that send you messages are the people that can deal with this themselves um, and should be able to use their common sense and certainly should not be bothering you on your wedding day. So I would say if you start getting messages like this, your simple reply needs to be, if somebody says, for example, oh my gosh, it's really hot. What it, like, what are we going to do? Have you thought about that? If you wish to reply to them, I would just simply reply and say, there'll be plenty of water at the ceremony. Please bring an extra drink and an umbrella if you need. And at the end of the day, we're just excited to get married. Don't leave it open. Don't leave it. Just cut it off with at the end of the day, we're going to get married. And I'm only saying this, you're not going to get bombarded to the point where you can't handle it, but I don't want it to stress you and I don't want it to overwhelm you because it can. As you lead into that week, you will find yourself checking the weather. You will find yourself thinking, what if, what if, what if? If you have a plan B in place, plan A will usually work. And trust your venue, talk to them, feel comfortable with your suppliers that they know what they're going to do. And please, please, please look after yourself at this time And anybody that is pissing you off with their questions, you don't need to be rude, but you just need to reply and say, look, at the end of the day, we're getting married this day or not. I know it's going to be hot or wet. We've provided some umbrellas and some water, but please feel free to bring anything that you think might help or something like that. You just need to answer with love, come from a place of kindness, but basically shut it down as quick as you can because you don't want it to overwhelm you. So my gorgeous soul, I hope that has been super helpful. I'm hoping that with those few tools, you'll be able to cope with whatever situation the weather throws at you and know that it's going to be a topic of conversation. People are going to ask you. And so here are some tools to rebut the conversation and also provide some things that, you know, will help on the day so that you've got a plan B and that you feel really comfortable and confident walking into your wedding day knowing, you know what, no matter what, we are getting married today and we cannot wait.
So gorgeous soul, I'm going to leave you for today and I shall see you next week. Okay, bye. I'm just wondering if you can do me a huge favour. If you love this podcast, which I'm assuming you totally do because you're still here, would you mind hopping on and leaving me a review? A review helps me get to more people to help plan their wedding and supports you in this process. It's something that would mean the world to me because I I seriously freaking love this. I love talking to you each and every week. I love sharing what I know and I hope to do more of it. And by adding a review, you're cheering me along as much as I hope I am cheering you along. So if you don't mind, head right now, send me a review. I would just, I don't know, freaking love it. I'll high five you all the way to the wedding day. All right. If you could, it would mean the world. Catch you next week.